Welcome to HQ Wave Radio. I'm Francis. And I'm Alana. And this is a show about two best friends. Today we have a special guest with us, Amanda. That's hey, me. Hey, welcome. Hi. Amanda has not listened to our show before. She's just coming in blind. As this one, so um, this will be interesting. Actually, I'd, why did I lead with that? I don't know. Uh, she has <laughs> been. I should uh, preface this. I'm not totally blind. Uh, she has been on the show, though. Let's all be clear. Oh, that's she was true. on the wedding yeah. episode. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, and I perused your Instagram presence. So, really? Oh, what yeah. did you think? Damn. Oh my god, feedback time. What do you fairly professional? You Thank know, you. like ever since um ever since Catherine came on board, I feel like I've been um <laughs> I feel like more and more our identity as podcasters have really been cemented now. Like yeah. this is who we are. Catherine people. gave me a shirt that said influencer, so that's really built up my ego. Like now your tombstone will say first podcast <laughs> host, husband, friend, brother. Yeah. Yeah. Very first podcast host, before yeah. husband, before anything else. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. This is my identity now. That would also make a great future episode. Um, uh, tombs, like Tombstone. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, there are some really good it. ones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. One of my favorite favorites is Leslie Nielsen's uh, Letter Rip. That's what he had on his tombstone. <laughs> one of my all-time faves. So, what would yeah. be on your tombstone? Oh, I don't know. Um, it would have probably be a pun. I would want to make people laugh, right? Because, you know, graveyards, you're already kind of down. Yeah. Absolutely. I wish I had thought of Was that another pun? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, it was unintentional, but, yeah. So, Uh, today we're going to be talking about childhood stories. Childhood, um, misunderstandings. Yeah. Yeah. Misconceptions. Miscommunications. Yeah. Uh, this is actually a This American Life episode already. You were, yes. You, yes, I have heard it more yeah, than once. It's, so it's one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah. Um, Alana's Alana's um, goal for this year, I guess, is to yeah. listen to more podcasts, and um, this American Life is on that is on that goal. Mm-hmm. It's a good yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. that I also recommend uh, Death, Sex, and Money. Okay, awesome. Another great one. Do you have a favorite episode from there? Um, off the top of my head, I think I recommended to Chris the other night. Um, Jose Andres just recorded a great one. Yeah. So off the top of my head, I would recommend that one because yeah. it's very relevant to DC. Yeah. And he's also just a really like charming soul. Yeah. So it'll really warm your heart. Oh. Yeah. I will also say that prior to me um, getting here, I was talking to Francis to let him know that there was an update on my goals and some background information. When Catherine was on the podcast, she wrote up a list of goals for me. And um, because she just decided to <laughs> list, write up a list of goals. And they're pretty good. And one of them was listen to more podcasts that aren't your own podcast. Okay. Uh, it would be beneficial to you mm-hmm. and to your podcast. And How many times have you listened to our podcast? Which episodes? All of them. <laughs> uh, some I've listened to more than others. I've listened to the dentist episodes so many times. It's my top favorite. If you're looking for an HUAF radio episode, listen to the dentist. It's titled Alana's Big Secret. Okay. So it's already got a great title. I'll put that in my queue. Yeah. So Catherine was following up with me about my about her podcast goal because she feels like, oh, it'd be really good and it can only like build up, not only widen your horizon of podcasts, but also help you with your podcasting skills. 
And so I said, yeah, actually, um, because uh, Friday our office was closed, and so I decided I'm going to go and do some laundry and listen to a podcast that's not my own. But then I thought, oh, maybe I want to wait to listen to a podcast until we're closer to maybe, you know, debriefing. Like, what were your thoughts, Alana? And <laughs> Catherine says, Alana, you can listen to more than one episode of a podcast. <laughs> like, achieving this goal isn't just listening to an episode and checking it off friends are like are you still in high school what is this and I said oh I mm." (laughs) like my understanding of listening to a podcast was one episode and like check even though I know that I'll probably really like it because there are other podcasts I like uh, the hidden brain that That one's cool I like that another one I like um it's called small town murder and it's it's uh it's two comedians who research, and they research very diligently small town murders, uh, and kind of poke at them for their hilarity. Yeah, really. But they're very, they're very careful not to denigrate the victims, which is very nice, yeah. obviously, and you know, baseline hum- humanity, you know, there. Yeah. But they kind of poke fun at the bumbling police force or the stupid criminal. Oh. Uh, but they research, they bring you in at the beginning of, or the founding of the town, or the city, so that you learn about the history of the area. I love that. Yeah. Uh, the, oh. the episodes are pretty long, but yeah. it's kind of nice background. Sometimes I, I put it on while I'm cleaning or doing yeah. mindless, some sort of mindless task. Yeah. I, uh, I, I have funny. noticed a trend of, like, uh, murder podcasts murder slash crime podcasts mm-hmm. yeah. documentaries it yeah. seems to be very um yeah. on trend for our generation yeah. maybe we're we... consuming a lot about <laughs> about murder maybe yeah. that should be our next uh, episode murder murder mm-hmm. well there's there's actually a podcast called my favorite murder yeah yeah that's um, actually wow. on my list yeah. of recommended podcasts for alana to listen to nice just that to... i don't have to listen to only one episode i can listen to more yeah. i have the freedom to pick and choose what I decide to listen to. <laughs> great, yeah. great democracy. Motto. I know. <laughs> yeah. So I'm excited to uh, grow as a person and as a podcaster and a podcast listener through these schools and through these recommendations. Seriously, Francis, write this down. <laughs> <laughs> write all this down. Well, it's recording, yeah. so you can always refer back to it. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I mean, I'll be listening to it, so yeah. you know I'll remember. We have, we've established that, that you'll be listening to this several times several times okay i would like to open this segment with a childhood story about myself okay i'm ready (laughs) um so back when i was in kindergarten this is one of my dad's favorite stories about me he would talk about how um we were in hawaii at the time and he had to leave me alone with the teachers there to like i I think i was getting pre-tested to get into kindergarten Mm -hmm. And so he had to leave me alone for a little bit, but he told me, hey, if you need to find me, I'm gonna be right around the corner. And so he's waiting and he's waiting and like I think more than an hour goes by, well, more than the the allotted time, he's just waiting and he's like, where is Francis? I don't know where he's at. He talks to the teachers and he's like, oh no, Francis went to go look for you. (laughs) Keep in mind, I'm like five or six at the time or four or whatever. And and so he, like he's got the entire school now looking for this little child, and um, apparently when they come to find me, I'm like in the janitor's closet because I, that's where I thought he was. 
And he's like, why did you leave me alone in the closet? Were you scared of the dark? No, I just like I'd found my way into a janitor's closet. You're just like, this is where I live now. <laughs> this is where my Why did you think he was there? Four-year-old Francis can tell you. Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> Little did he know I'd be coming uh, out of a closet. A dark, cool space <laughs> with moss. Later on. Yeah, that's so good. Damn. Yeah, but oh. yeah, that's like his favorite story of me, and I feel like my. That is the reaction I have nowadays, too, when you're just like, why did you let me do that? You yeah. let me do that. Yeah. You're the parent in this situation. <laughs> you were the adult. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's so cute, though. Yeah. Oh, Francis. Oh, my yeah. God. So that, that's just a little bit of me. Can you yeah. remember actu- like actually being in the closet and logically thinking, oh. like, this is... <laughs> <laughs> Metaphorically or like No, no, I mean, I mean quite literally Like can you remember being like Yep, dad's gonna come any moment now Into this, <laughs> this small janitor's closet I don't remember this story okay. I don't remember this at all oh. You know what I do remember though Like the earliest childhood memory I have And it's like very abstract And I actually haven't even talked to my parents about this before But like we were living in Hawaii at the time and I remember my dad took me out like very far from the beach. Like he would, he swam me out um, to the middle of the ocean, put me down on the sleep floor. And then like, I remember just like sitting there in the middle of the ocean at the bottom. Whoa. Yeah. And just like, maybe it was just, just like a few seconds, but it seemed like I could just see like um, the ocean floor for miles. And then he would pick me up and just take me back to the beach again. Like that, that was my earliest memory of. Wow of my dad and the beach and just my childhood yeah what about you guys what great childhood stories do you have that seems mildly <laughs> traumatic but uh, i i don't i suppose no. i don't think it was traumatic though like i don't remember it being traumatic i just no, remember it, it very being, like yeah. wondrous and cool and yeah. eye-opening right you yeah to kind of see the world i've had okay well so i i don't mean to like commandeer this entire segment but i i have had like this traumatic experience but involves like my sleep paralysis where i think i could see like dead people okay (laughs) we need an episode two okay well we'll unpack that a little bit i I am the sixth sense kid thank god i was and you can also apparently breathe underwater quite well so (laughs) a couple things to unpack in future episodes to add to your resume well so what do you guys uh what are your favorite childhood stories um i have a couple short ones so uh i could dive in yeah um so one is i remember (laughs) my brother sean this is probably my favorite memory of sean uh, so Sean was kind of the little turd in the family. He's the third born. And so I think his the first half of his life was just about like, oh, negative attention is attention. And that's what I'm going to do. Because he wasn't a baby and he wasn't like, you know, the first born son. And so Sean was just like a very devious child. He would just get into all kinds of mischief. And so one day um, my mom <laughs> comes out and she goes, Sean, why did you take a dump <laughs> cat box and he's like it wasn't me mom and she's like the shit is longer than the cat because <laughs> my brother just took these oh. huge dumps and my brother was so sure that well one that she would believe that my cat would produce 
<laughs> a dunk bigger than herself. Oh my god. And also, too, that he just kind of like, I think, saw, because he's like a little kid at this point. Um, so still like in diapers, but just saw like the cat go and take it up and thought like, that's clearly where I need to go. Like this is growing up. Like this is toilet training. I'm just ahead of the curve. No, it was not the case. Um, but it was hilarious. He learned very soon after my mom corrected that right away. Um, but I just love that he thought he could take a dump in the box and my mom wouldn't know. He was, like, he literally said it was a cat. It's like, no, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. And they had this whole back and forth. Ridiculous. Um, another short and sweet one uh, regarding my brother. My brother Patrick, different brother. Uh, he had heard or learned that, like, drinking and driving is illegal. Um, and you shouldn't do it and it's bad. What he didn't realize was that uh, drinking alcohol is what's illegal. And it impairs your driving in X, Y, and Z. So, but my brother understood it to be all drinking, so any liquid of any sort, like juice or water or just regular things. And so my dad would be, you know, driving us around and he's just like, oh my God, my father's a criminal. Like, what do I do? Do I call the police? Because my brother, so Patrick was on the opposite spectrum of Sean where he was the goody two shoes. So he's yeah. like, what do I do? I want to live in this world as a, you know righteous, productive person in this society, and my father's outrageously breaking the law, just completely out in the open. How do I remedy this? Um, and thankfully, he did not know how to call 911 at that age, but he was just like, what do I do? And didn't know how to look at my parents. He's like, I don't know how to dial 911. I, <laughs> I don't know how to dial 911, but I know I have misinterpreted this, and I don't know how to deal with this information. Um, but at some point, I guess he, I think he talked to my mom and said, oh, oh my God, mom, like dad's a criminal. What do we do? Like, do <laughs> we, do we turn him in? <laughs> do we tell the police? And my mom, I think was the one that explained like, no, it's just drinking alcohol. That's bad, but not like water. <laughs> um, and then my third story is actually, uh, for myself. Uh, so you know how, when you're a kid, you're not allowed to sit in the front seat, I think until you're 12. Right? Oh, really? I think it's a weight or limit. No. Like, there's oh, a weight okay. limit associated yeah. with it. Yeah. Like, you're, um, you have to be in a booster seat when you're in the back seat. But yeah. in the front seat, I think it's a weight limit. Oh, okay. It's like huh. 65 pounds or something, like 75 pounds, something like that. I think that, that makes yeah. sense, because that's when, like, the seatbelt <laughs> sensors go off, yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. It must be that. I guess my parents just said, at 12 is when you can sit up in the front. Um well, I was the oldest, and so I get to go and sit in the front before my brothers, and I was very excited about that. And so I thought that seatbelts kind of worked, like seatbelts in general worked in a similar way in that um, when I, I thought that when I turned 18, I wouldn't have to wear seatbelts anymore. Like they were optional past 18 when you were legally an adult. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just like, oh yeah, this is optional. It didn't occur to me that it's, like, a thing that saves your life. It was just like, oh, this is annoying. This is stupid. <laughs> uh, it was like the front seat to me, you know, being able to sit in the front seat. You just had to wait it out, and then you could live your one true life. And so I was in high school, and uh, my friend Lauren had, was, like, the first of our friend group to get a license. And she was, you know, goes, like, oh, let's all get in the car. I'm like, great. And so I jump in, don't put on my seatbelt, and she goes, what are you doing? I'm like, seatbelts are optional. She's like, no, they're not. And I said, yeah, they are. You're just being 
Oh, well, she's like, no, you literally have to wear them. It is illegal. I will get pulled over. I will get a ticket. And uh, I think I think a Google search was even involved because I truly didn't believe her. I thought, no, it's absolutely optional. Like, this is so uncool wearing a seatbelt. <laughs> I've since learned and grown. I always wear my seatbelt now. But uh, I really thought that because I was a dumb kid. <laughs> We're just like, yeah, you were. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, I used to think that seatbelts are annoying too, though. Like, yeah, I, 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 I can, I, I understand where you're coming from, but my parents always enforced it. So. Yeah. yeah. Same. Yeah. Sorry, Alana. It's okay. Can't, my parents, my parents didn't have time to enforce it, Francis. <laughs> Us and our there were, four there, kids. there were four of you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. three. <laughs> or two. I mean, come yeah. on, guys. It's. Yeah, how about you, Amanda? Um, mine is more, like, associated with, like, childhood mythology. Like, the oh. things that you kind of, like, believe in. Like, the Santas, the Easter bunnies. Yeah. And I remember being not a, quite a cynical kid, but I, would, I liked to kind of think through things and poke holes in them. And I remember thinking, like, lining everyone up in my head, thinking, like, Santa, Easter bunny tooth fairy and for some reason the most plausible character in this lineup was the tooth fairy <laughs> yes. Yes. this was like the most real right. out of like, all of them i yeah. thought about like i was like logistically santa like all those presents in one night like Seems there's rough. so many people in the world like the easter bunny like a giant weird man bunny like that's not the the fairy the tooth fairy seemed like the most plausible and so I followed that like narrative in my head yeah um and I lost a tooth uh not the first tooth I lost and I decided I'm gonna test the tooth fairy because that's how I that's how I'm gonna understand whether or not she's real yeah and that will inform me about like the other characters being real (laughs) and so I lost a tooth and I wrote to her and I must have been maybe like six six you wrote to the tooth fairy? Yes, I wrote her a letter, six or seven. Interesting. Uh, and I said, dearest tooth fairy, um, thank you for the stack of dimes or like the, you know, kind of wad of couple of dollars you usually send, but uh, I don't want money this time. I would like you to send me some fairy dust because <laughs> no. I have a brother and I don't really want him around anymore. Oh, But, yeah, I mean, this was, like, kind of ruthless. But in my young, like, seven-year-old mind, I was still, like, mildly humane. Like, I didn't want to kill him. I just But I wanted, I wanted a dust, like a potion, a dust, like a spell that would turn him into, like, some sort of a creature or an animal that would, like, kind of just, like, live outside of the house. Because we lived on, like, farmland. Like a dog. Yeah, yeah. I, and so in my mind, it yeah. was very rational, like, oh, I'm not going to kill him. Like, he's, he is my brother after all. But he can just be an animal that, like, hangs around He can be my brother the property. And, like, so that way, like, it won't be that devastating to my parents. But I've been with him for a few years now. It's not working out for me. Uh, this is all in the leather. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, I need a Terminator. And so, like, I worked it all out in my mind thinking, break. like, this is the best for all parties involved. Yeah. And so I wrote to the Tooth Fairy and said, please, can you send me some fairy dust? Uh, 
I don't want the money. You know, this is for the best. And my mother, who is, an incre- who is incredibly creative and thoughtful, delivered. Oh, my she, God. My she girl. left an, a white envelope full of sequins and glitter. And it was Hell supposed yeah. to be an actual, like, a dust. And so yeah. I remember waking up that morning and being like, Hell yeah! Like this is going down. Like <laughs> your like your mom read the letter and she's like oh, yeah, fully yeah. aware so of the emotion along. behind yeah. it. But I don't she think, in retrospect, it. I probably was smart enough to not fully inform the tooth fairy of my devious intent. Oh, okay. So I, I just was. I just. I think I probably gave her enough to help her understand. I just want to know that you're real, and this is how you're going to prove it to me. Uh, just through the fairy dust. Yeah, the so she, so the tooth fairy delivers. I get this envelope full of dust. And I specifically remember being in the kitchen and kind of like giving my brother his last rites. <laughs> like, I remember being in front of him saying, we had a good run. Like, we, we had some good times. And think, thinking like, this is, this is happening. Oh my God. Good night. Good luck. They're, the fields are nice. Like, maybe sometimes we can even visit... By, by the swing set and I she's like kicking him out yeah and I very like poetically like threw it at him and then, of course nothing happened yeah and I was devastated because I thought it was going to be this big finish yeah uh, nothing happened he did not turn into a woodland creature and scuttle like scuttle off into the woods he just like got a chunk of sequins in his eye and got more pissed at me than he usually was. Yeah. Um, and then mm-hmm. it became even more devastating for me because in that moment I realized, okay, if this is not for real, then that means no Easter Bunny, no Santa. Oh, no. So I can remember then crying to my mom, being like, traitor, like, <laughs> this means none of them are real. And I just remember losing it and Damn. melting down. Oh my god! Yeah, and and in that moment, I realized like none of those characters were your entire childhood fell apart. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and my brother was still my brother. And I was like, oh, like, down yeah. Hill. When you couldn't transform your brother into <laughs> yeah. that dog. Yeah. <laughs> that I, didn't, I didn't even want him to be a dog. I wanted him to be like a squirrel. A squirrel. <laughs> Something that had, had maybe, I don't know, three to five years in the wild. <laughs> this is like the darkest childhood story. Like I love it. Loss of innocence. I remember it very vividly. I can remember throwing the sequins on him and then thinking, oh, first round didn't work. Another one. And then nothing was happening. Was it, was your brother a baby at the time? Because I'm like... No, I think I was about seven okay. Which would have made him like four. Which would have right? made him four-ish. Okay. Yeah. I'm like picturing you on top of like a crib just like dumping no, it. No, 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 no. Oh, we were, he was walking. Like we were on the <laughs> glitter. We were both upright. Like we, we were, I was old oh, enough yeah. to write because I had yeah. written the letter and yeah. I was old enough to be annoyed by this younger person in my yeah. life. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I can remember. And I think actually what had given me the whole idea was, I don't know if any either of you remember the remake of Miracle on 34th Street um, Mara Wilson is in it who plays Matilda in the Matilda movies oh yeah yeah, yeah. in the one Matilda movie and <laughs> she is trying to debunk whether or not Santa is real and so she tells her mother like I'm going to sleep on the couch and I remember after watching that movie I said to my mother well I want to sleep on the couch I want 
that's how I'll figure it out. Yeah. Like, yeah. if Santa's real, that's how... And she wouldn't let me, and that was when I... Had there was, like, a little bit of skepticism there. Yeah. And, she, of course, she had some excuse, like, the reindeer won't come, or that kind of yeah. thing. But that, like, kind of planted a suspicion, so then I started to think about, okay, well, the Tooth Fairy, that seems legitimate. Yeah. She always delivers. So let yeah. me write a message to her. Huh. Damn. Yeah. So what sort of other, like... So what's interesting to me, like, when... Um, was that you wrote a letter to the Tooth Fairy, mm -hmm. like, thinking that she would be, um, I guess, like, she would, like, poke under the, the, the pillow and, like, read this. And she would be receptive of the idea, <laughs> too. She did. Well, again, I didn't, I didn't fully uh, reveal oh, the right. idea to her Your because plans. I think some part of my subconscious or psyche thought, well, this is not great, like, to eliminate your brother, especially <laughs> since he's... Just as a squirrel yeah, yeah. or something related. Well, yeah. And well, that was funny, I think, because I was so young that I, I could still I could still discern between, like, I knew what I was doing wasn't great, but yeah. I, I took a kind of humane, it's yeah. like, well, if he's an animal, then he can still hang around the house. I just won't have to deal with him yeah. anymore. I love that you're still kind, because, like, most people <laughs> that age would be like, I just want them gone. No. I mean, I did want him out of the house. Yeah. But I thought he could... You know, grew up on farmland where there's a dairy farm, so I thought he could be a cow. He'd have a good life. He could be a coyote. He could be a squirrel. Like there were a number of animals he could be. The fairy and I don't. Options. I don't even think I specified in the letter. I just said anything that lives outside of the house is yeah. fine. God, did yeah. your mom keep that letter? I don't think so. Oh, I, damn I don't it. think. I don't think so. Oh, she kept a lot it. of, a lot of letters. Um, yeah. She actually kept a really funny one that was Tommy's. Yeah. Um, because my dad is like quite a he's a jokester as many people here know yeah and he would always I don't know if you guys are familiar with Ozzy Osbourne mm -hmm. uh, so he had this one stunt in like the 80s or whenever his heyday was I think it was like early 80s yeah um, where he would in concert um, bite the yeah. bite the head off of a dove yeah and during a concert once um, a concert goer threw an actual like live unconscious dove on the stage and he actually no bit the head off of the oh. dove yeah oh god um and my father in his younger years was a little bit of a a crazy like he was he would party yeah and at his racquetball club they had a christmas party and as a stunt he bit the head off of styrofoam dove oh and so when Tommy was in first or second grade, we did they did a Christmas traditions project. And so everyone had to talk about their Christmas tradition. Yeah. And Tommy told the teacher that the Reed family's Christmas tradition was dad bites the head off of a <laughs> live bird. <laughs> oh, holy shit. Um, and the school called and my parents had to actually go in and, and explain <gasps> Like what had happened? Wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> say like, no, we're not. This isn't a satanic ritual. We are yeah. normal. Uh, yeah. Like this was just a thing that happened in the '80s when maybe some alcohol was involved. Right. Um, so, look, we're yeah. not sociopaths. My daughter just wanted yeah. her brother to live outside but as a woodland creature, but like, I don't bite. Yeah, I'm probably not going to be asked back to this podcast after these stories. <laughs> Oh, you 100%. I have these more are questions, great. Yeah. and I'm sure there are more answers. Yeah, yeah. no. This is exactly... But anyway, those are just a couple snapshots of my childhood. 
So the desk didn't work, but props to my mom for being so creative and playing along yeah. until she realized that I had a lot of like malignant intent for my, my own <laughs> flesh and blood. So Amanda, being a, well, I guess second time guest since you have been on the show before, uh, what are your thoughts about HQAF radio? I like to bring people on and then put them on the spot and ask them what they think of our radio show uh, so I can acquire feedback I won't necessarily listen to, but I always like to hear it. Okay. That's kind of, that's kind of a mixed message, but um, no, I, I, was, I am very enthralled by this whole process. I kind of wanted oh. to learn um, what your general process was, and I'm... Um, Overwhelmed, not overwhelmed, but uh, I guess, yeah, maybe overwhelmed by how easy it is. It's just, I thought it was going to be this big production with microphones and all that, but it's, it's a little bit of a production now. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. we're really just sitting around a table having a conversation, which, That's true. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not even really thinking about the fact that we're being recorded, which is nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think what's really cool for at least Alana and I is that it's more of a audio diary slash vanity project for mm -hmm. just the two of us yeah. like we don't even really think too much about it mm -hmm. um i mean we'll record we think a lot about it <laughs> oh, well i do sorry but i mean so like we have another mixed message <laughs> i mean i guess we have an evernote and i guess yeah. we have a theme song now <laughs> yeah and i guess we have mics we, we put some time into yeah, it's it yeah true. i mean at this point i know but like like for the most part it's like you think about all the podcasts that exist out there with very like pointed um like this is our theme this is our uh, yeah. our, our message mm -hmm. this is literally just about alana and my me like yeah. that's it yeah well i also think it's very interesting there's just archive moments in time yeah yeah um yeah. i have a colleague we always at work we do these monthly all hands and we usually do an intro to a colleague and um this particular colleague uh, he decided to talk about his hobby which is He's kind of a, his family's archivist, mm -hmm. and he's been spending months and almost years just kind of unspooling tapes and archiving his family's history. Yeah. So I guess I've been thinking a lot about that, and I've been thinking about the kinds of stories I like to listen to. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, so it's not really just a vanity project. It's also you're kind of capturing you. a moment in your in your <laughs> life, which is yeah. Yeah. yeah compelling um, even if it's just for the two of you you'll have that exactly yeah. I think that's what we came into it as it's just like it's literally just the two of us about our friendship yeah. um, but I get that too because like I love um, listening to the stories on like this American life is one of my favorite podcasts and just like listening to snippets of a person's life um, even if it's just like some one of the most impactful ones I remember is just um, I don't even remember the episode, but it's just um, a woman going to see her dying like uncle or father or something like that, mm -hmm. and just recording the conversations. And that's, you know, like, you don't think too much about it, and I think yeah. there's something so much to be said about the conversations that you have yeah. with a loved one. Um, I'll take yeah. this uh, opportunity to plug another one of my favorite podcasts, which is called yeah. StoryCorps. Oh, um, I haven't heard of that one. You will love it. It's amazing. It's it does exactly like you just described to a T what their like mission statement is. Yeah, and they're um, they are affiliated with the Library of Congress. Really, That's so awesome. you can literally like you can upload your your stories and they will live in the Library of Congress for ever. 
So like like video clips of or not video but audio of mm -hmm. just yep. anything. Uh, I'll send you some info offline. Yes, that would be awesome. Oh but StoryCorps is a friend of mine, actually my friend Sai, who I would like to eventually do a podcast with for yeah. his wife. Um, her fought like went for her birthday, flipped to Michigan and taped uh, or interviewed him um, wow. for her birthday. Yeah. Um, just about his life and his accomplishments and his, his kind of yeah. thoughts and um, and use the store. They have an app oh story, gosh, that, um, that you can directly a, kind of upload it to yeah. um, the the Library of Congress. And they also do kind of road shows where they have trailers that they set up all over the country. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's yeah. super interesting. Sometimes it's pointed, like there are actual themes. Yeah. Um, but it's it's be really beautiful. Yeah. Um, this kind of harkens. So that reminds me of uh, another project that I really like, but I've never really contributed to because I'm not a paper artist. But have you heard of the sketchbook project before? Mm -mm. And so it's um, what they, it's it's sort of the same concept where they ask a bunch of people to contribute to this. Um, growing art library but the instead of it being um, audio media it's all in sketchbook so they send out they send you a blank sketchbook you draw whatever you want in it and then you send it back and they keep it in this time capsule library in New York um, and they yeah. have a they also have like a road show where they they um, showcase these these projects but what's really interesting to me about those versus like the audio diary kind of version of it is it's somebody kind of just putting out their art it doesn't it doesn't even really matter if it's sketching mm -hmm. or if it's photography or whatever just kind of putting down their soul into these books and then at any one point of time somebody can just kind of, kind of pull it out and read it and yeah, yeah I, I, that concept is just so cool to me yeah um and i think that's like one of the reasons why i really like this podcast as well even if it's just me and alana and Catherine and <laughs> yeah, and the occasional yeah. guest. Yeah, you know, but a tooth yeah. fairy. A tooth fairy. Yeah, dad. because it's so cool. Like now we have this conversation with you, and it's on the internet, and um, people could like people or you know Kalan and I and you can just kind of go back and listen to it, and yeah, that's that's, and that's a really cool concept to me. Yeah. Yeah, I was telling Catherine because she. Uh, immediately when her episode went live, she went to go and listen to it, and she loved it, and she said, oh my god, I now understand this whole, like, I, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid, man. Listening to yourself is such a appealing experience. Like, it's so satisfying. Yeah. Um, and I said, yeah, I mean, that's why Francis and I have been doing this every other week for the past <laughs> year and a half. Like, it is so much fun just to, like... You know, pat yourself on the back a little bit and play into, but also remember and like laugh. And I yeah. said that's part of the podcasting process. It's like talking and laughing before the interview, then it's laughing through the interview, and then it's like listening to it <laughs> and remembering and then laughing about that. I mean, it's Brent and I go mm. and talk and laugh. We'll still text each yeah. other. Remember this from this episode. <laughs> I mean, we listen to our own stuff and yeah. laugh about it still. I, I will be honest though, Alana. Like, what? I'll be honest right here and right oh, now. Oh God. Okay. Ready? I. I do have not listened to all of the episodes after. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. I called him out in the last episode. I said, I think Francis has not listened to every episode, and uh, I do. I do come back to them after a while. Drama. Like, <laughs> wait, what episodes have you not listened to? Sorry, we're gonna make um, us fighting right now. I, but. I haven't listened to Harley yet. Um, yeah, Catherine yeah. said that was a rough one. I haven't listened to <laughs> that one. Just because it's so video game based. Like, Harley's oh, yeah. totally fine, but if you're not super into video games, it's kind of just... 
All right then. And to yeah. be honest, I don't think I've listened up until December. So like anything after what? December. I like really? it. I like. I take a more metered approach. Like where okay. Yeah. After this episode is posted, I will wait about a month or two, and then I'll come back to it and be like, oh yeah, that happened. I guess because That's we just way. recorded it, so yeah. it's like, why do I need to relive that? It just happened. But yeah. I like to relive it instantly. Several uh, times over. Several yeah. times over. You and I have a different approach to this podcast. Listening. We really do. Yeah. But that's part of the, yeah. you know. That's why it works. Cool. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. why it's interesting. Yeah. Um, but kind of with that being said, uh, kind of knowing this, knowing us, and knowing uh, at least a little bit about what our podcast is about, would you uh, recommend this podcast to your friends and family? Yes. And I will uh, later you this will? evening. <gasps> I've preemptively what? recommended it. Oh. A caveat, oh Alana does not like you to recommend, uh, recommend it on Facebook. Just Instagram. Yeah, just oh, Instagram. I've only recommended it on Instagram. <laughs> awesome. That's where we live. That's where apparently my radio show has to live. Um, but I will say this. Here's another kind of two-part request. So first part being, please recommend us. Second part being, will you write a review for HQAF Radio on Apple Podcasts? I sure will. Oh, thank God. It would be an honor and a privilege. Five stars? Six. <laughs> God. Love this girl. Um, okay, on a more serious note, um, so... <laughs> Damn, Francis. <laughs> okay, ready? Ready for this turn? I know. Turn? On, a less, on, on a less um, um, self-padding note on the back. Okay. Um, so, like, tell me more about what you guys are thinking of, of your podcast. Like, what are you guys thinking of doing? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, we've, we have a lot of bits. We just need more kind of, like, focus. Like, yeah. what will the theme be? Yeah. Um, I think that can be said of any social media channel or kind of network or mm -hmm. yeah you kind of have to find medium your today first. you have to find your kind of you have to know your audience or find your audience and it has to be kind of a niche yeah channel so we're not quite sure what that is yet what are your thoughts at this point do you have any ideas or are you just kind of like um, free form at this point i don't know i'm a very sentimental person i i really like sharing stories from the past yeah um i like just humor and kind of playing on that. Yeah. Um, I think you have a lot of great stories. Yeah. I'm a sucker for puns. Uh, so I think about those a lot. Like I love wordplay and that kind of thing. Tell stories, but only in puns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that'll be a little more nuanced. I'm not sure we'll, we'll have the audience for that, but we haven't fl fully fleshed out what that will look like. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, that was the reason why I wanted, kind of wanted to sit down with the two of you is to just see what your process was. And yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of surprised by how just casual and easy it is. Yeah. Um, but I think that that just speaks to kind of your rapport and how natural your friendship and relationship is. Yeah. When something is that kind of solid and natural, it just kind of flows. So it's unsurprising that this is working for you. <laughs> Well, you, you'll need to not define what working is yeah. in that sense, but yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, works, it works for us. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and for your followers, Catherine, <laughs> and now right. a few of my coworkers. And yeah, oh, like so Catherine's that. not our only follower at this point. Yeah, yeah, you have yeah. followers. Yeah. my mom will probably follow after tonight. So <gasps> if she accepts my request on Instagram, shout out to you, will. Tina. Shout out to Tina. Yeah, Tina. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Um, Anywho. <laughs> <laughs> well. Okay, well, so my last question then is just, sure. um, do you feel like um, 
how, I, I want to word this correctly because I don't want to be like podcasting's easy. Anyone could do it, but like, um, do you feel like uh, do, you, do you like what were you? What was your uh, um, thought about podcasts before coming into this? Um. Well, let me back up. I don't. Let me rephrase because I don't want to make it seem like you don't put any effort into this because <laughs> it's clear that you do. There's a lot of yeah, um, kind of pre-planning and and you talk about the theme and yeah. um, kind of like a almost like a staging yeah. Um, but I think it's a, a lot about chemistry, like most most yeah. relationships in life. That's true. Um, and that and you clearly have that, so it's yeah. just a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. It's not forced. It doesn't feel yeah feel manufactured. It feels very natural. Yeah, yeah. I will say if um, Alana was anybody else, that I felt like, oh my god, I have to see her every week to talk about this <laughs> podcast. I would just like shoot myself. Like I don't want to do this. <laughs> but you know, because of, like yeah. it doesn't feel like a job. Like I, I yeah. like yeah. genuinely enjoy doing this with her. And, yeah, it's um, a lot of fun. Yeah, it, it is a lot you, of fun. You have jobs. This shouldn't feel like that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. This should be like a treat, something fun. I mean, and we only make fifty cents. Like. Yeah. 50, <laughs> hey, fifty-five. You Thank fifty-five. You. That's, As of this yeah. morning, that's like two. That's like night. two point two gumballs. Yeah. As you yeah. mentioned. Yeah. Yeah, I think it does help having like a co-host, and I mean. Alana High have actually slowly evolved over time. Like, um, we have a theme song now. We have mics. Yeah. Um, for all you listeners out there, I hope you love the theme song because it be popping. <laughs> yeah. Leave your comments below, <laughs> even though this isn't a YouTube video. Leave your leave your reviews on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. I'm sure Google Play has their yeah. own version of reviews. Mm. Yeah. But um, yeah, again, yeah. like to reiterate, I do love this podcast, if only because like I get to do it with Alana every week, and oh, it's so really yeah. cool. It's really cool. Yeah. So, yeah, it's true. I feel the same way. Yeah, yeah. There's a little tooth fairy magic in all of us. <laughs> <laughs> there is. <laughs> oh, alrighty. Well, thanks so much for being on our show, Amanda. Thank you for having me. And uh, I hope I get invited back. Oh yeah, heck yeah, you definitely. Will. Yeah, <laughs> bring more of that fairy magic, um, and we'll keep yeah, talking. like well, uh, I got more weird stories. So yeah. once you once you guys start your podcast, we'll just plug you all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we can maybe we can all do it together yes. sometimes. That'd be yeah. awesome. Well, thanks, guys. Yeah. Thanks. That's it for our show, folks. I'm Francis. And I'm Alana. And you can find us on Instagram at hqaf.productions. We post every other week. And you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts. And until next time, the, the best, best ship to sail on is friendship. friendship.